Many of my curious colleagues who have been following over the past few years know that I've been trying to kind of ratchet up my health and wellness habits to feel better and stronger after successful chemo. And one of those habits I'm working on is drinking more water. And this is where Liquid IV comes in. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. And it's their hydration multiplier that's the one product you're missing in your daily routine. What's nice about it, it's just this one stick and in it you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. And get this, it's two times faster hydration than water alone. So you could use it first thing in the morning, maybe before a workout, or when you're feeling run down. One of the things I love most about it is its efficiency. If anyone has seen me, I'm typically surrounded by one to two glasses of water, or a big old jug of water that I sometimes forget to bring to work. And what's nice is Liquid IV is efficient. And the flavor that's working for me right now is their wild berry. But there's a couple new ones that are out as well that you got to try. Two times faster, and like I said, more efficiently than water alone. And it's three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients. It's non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to go ahead, treat yourself to 20% off, and use code MYCURIOUSCOLLEAGUE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MYCURIOUSCOLLEAGUE. And don't forget to use the special link in my show notes. Welcome to the My Curious Colleague podcast with your host, me, Denise Finneri. We'll be talking all things consumer relations with a focus on consumer product goods organizations and the brand specialist and analyst roles and responsibilities. So if you like CPGs, like I like CPGs, marketing, insights, and caring deeply for your consumers, well, take a listen. Hello, my curious colleagues. This week, my guest is my colleague, Rakib Araya. Rakib is a CPG, Consumer Products Goods, Consumer Relations devotee, just like me. So I'm excited to welcome Rakib to the podcast. Hi, Rakib. Hi, Denise. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. My pleasure. My pleasure. Hey, you and I served on a CPG committee for SOCAP, Society of Consumer Relations, actually Consumer Affairs Professionals. So I know a little bit about you and uh, your experience, but why don't you tell the audience, for those that may not know you, a little bit about yourself, your career, and what you're doing currently. Absolutely. Well, I started my career at General Mills, believe it or not, as a CSR on the phones. Um, we won't talk about when I started, so we'll skip over <laughs> that, that for now. <laughs> and currently, I am the system project and operations manager, um, and I lead our systems team that manages the CRM tools that we use globally. Um, and also, um, I lead our food service support team that um, supports our sales team. And then prior to that, I led our global social media engagement team. Um, and I've done a, a different, many different things. Um, prior to that, I was a product specialist supporting our snacks division with all things consumer care related. Yeah. Wow. 
Oh, that's awesome. And what a great way to kind of get that experience across all sort of the main elements of yes. consumer care. Because it does take, it. I don't want to say it takes a village, but it does take it, a village to it bring It really that, does take a village, yes. Ex- yeah, to that, bring that experience. Well, where do you want to start? Should we start with your prior experience when you were leading the social media team and setting that up or... Uh, yeah, we can talk about that. It, okay. It's um, one of my passions. And as I always say, social media engagement team is always going to be near and dear to my heart, no matter <laughs> what I do. So, Yep. So tell me a little bit about setting that up. What were some of the shifts while it was underneath your tutelage? Yeah. Well, I didn't help set it up. I can't take credit for that. Um, okay. I did start... Um, doing the pilot, like testing, just with social listening back in 2010. Um, and that time we weren't doing any engagement, just listening and reporting. Mm-hmm. Then it evolved into the engagement team in 2013, but I wasn't part of that team at that time. Um, I was a product specialist. Um, and then when I came on on the team, I was still doing mostly reporting. Um, and then when our um, manager moved on to a new role, I um, I took on that role, um, so under my, so they were already, I mean it was a turnkey team when I when I um, adopted it, but we had a global team, so we were able to provide um, our consumers near twenty four hour coverage, um, no matter where they were sitting. So the team primarily managed North America, um, Australia, New Zealand, and Europe, um, and so having teams sit in different parts of the world allowed us to kind of be able to be available for consumers near 24 hours. Yeah. And that was almost like the early days of like a hybrid team almost. Yes. Or work from home that we all know so yes. well today. So we had many remote employees before it was a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that like this shift and I know it wasn't under, under you, but you know, you were listening and reporting and then it moved to more responding and the engagement aspect. What was like maybe the trigger for that shift? Do you know what was going on at the time? Well, we saw that shift in consumers, um, the channel that they wanted to engage in. Um, traditionally, yeah. we, we know that, you know, phone calls and emails and even the snail mail. Um, but as social media started growing, consumers also, you know, moved with that trend um, and started co- contacting companies on all things, co- questions, complaints. And as consumer care team, we are uniquely positioned to answer. Um, we're here for consumers, you know, to be able to respond to their concerns and questions. Um, so it was just a natural fit. And our director at that time, Jeff Hagen, really spearheaded that um, to get that engagement on into consumer care. So what what is striking to me about social media support is, you know, the tech stack that is needed for all the different aspects, or maybe I'm just, you know, I have a sort of limited knowledge of that. I mean, you have this full responsibility of ensuring, you know, like the system gets upgraded Uh and the maintenance and all that good stuff. But just take me back a little bit. Like, this is how I think about it. And maybe you can share what are your activities or tools around these areas. So like this initial, just like monitoring, right? 
Yes. And there's like the responding when you decide or you, yeah, you choose to engage. Mm -hmm. And then there's reporting. Am I missing a major task? Nope. Those are, yep, listening, engagement, and the reporting. Yeah. Do you want to talk to me about like what is, you know, that, that tech stack for those different areas? And this is a double whammy. And how can you sort of bring in your more current position of, you know, ensuring the integrity of, of the knowledge base? And like I was saying, making sure that your systems are enhanced and upgraded as, as needed. And so how can you best leverage both worlds? in social media? So we we use two different tools. So our contact centers for phone and emails use um, one CRM tool. Um, and then we have a separate one for social engagement as well th- that we use to monitor and pull in um, the major channels, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, mm-hmm. Twitter. Um, unfortunately, TikTok is still not there yet, but hopefully in the near future. Um, yeah. so so that pulling in is happens with that with our social media listening tool, um, which is Social Studio. Um, and then if we decide to engage, so we have categorization system. So we, we're looking at everything consumers are posting, whether it be tagging us directly um, or mentioning us or DMing us. So if, if it's something that we need to respond to or should respond to, and we will categorize it if it's a question or a positive comment or a praise or whether it be a concern or a complaint. And based off of that, either we'll respond directly from the social media engagement tool or there, or push it off into our or integrate it into our um, CRM tool, Salesforce, and then do the engagement via there as well, depending on what risk level or type of engagement that needs to happen. So I know that you can't, and I'm sort of, going off of our script here. But uh, I know that you can't get into all the details, but I'm hearing like risk level. So Mm -hmm. what of that can you can you share? So like I mentioned, the risk level is just determining if it's um, like positive engagement or a praise uh, question, which is really low risk or no risk at all. Where Mm -hmm. where can I find your product? Um, Things like that. Um, Or a coupon request. Uh, And then as you move on, whether it be ingredient questions or uh, product quality issue complaint, those things will get categorized at a higher risk and require a, a little bit more a quicker response or a more detailed response. Um, so that's how we categorize our our contacts. How about part 32 of my question? <laughs> you know, how can you sort of blend your two bat your two worlds? Like how can you leverage your CRM? tool. Uh, can you name your tool that you're on the CRM or? We no. use Salesforce. Okay. So how can you leverage CRM Salesforce and, you know, setting up knowledge base to help support uh, social media or whatever else you want to go into? Yep. So our knowledge base is built in into, into our CRM tool both for our contact center and for social media. So they're leveraging, so they have one source of truth um, that they can reference when they need to assist consumers. Um, and my team, um, part of their job is making sure that we have updated documentation, making sure that we are 
leveraging internal teams, whether it be brand our brand specialists or our information specialists, um, that help build those documents and maintain those documents. Yeah, just getting back to knowledge base, that is such a noble task, I would say, because being, well, you were a CSR, CSR uh, special representative at one point, but, you know, as, as I tend to call them brand ambassadors, as they're, you know, working with the consumer, you know, God bless the knowledge base doc center, because there's so much information, mm-hmm. you know, that consumers are expecting that, you know, you know, or your gang knows. And, um, you know, labels now have so much available if the real estate is there to really talk about, you know, how to make the product, what are the ingredients, you know, things are just becoming more robust in that area. So I just want to say kudos to you. That is, that is, that, like I said, it's a very noble, noble task. And I know I'm going over, like kind of moving around here. So I want to throw it to you. What, what else? do you want to talk about as it relates to uh, some of the stuff you've been doing over General Mills? Well, oh, open-ended, like to get to lead it. Well, I mean, for me, it's been quite a transition because I've always worked, whether it be from, you know, on the, on the calls or leading teams, it's always been consumer facing. But now that I'm more on the on the system side, it's a little bit more technical. So it's a, a bit of a shift for me, but enjoying it nonetheless. Yeah. Um, it's great to make sure that we have the right tools and the systems are um, in place for our teams to succeed globally. So um, mm-hmm. it's been a an, quite the, a fun journey for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about consumer affairs, that you could sort of be exposed to so many different areas and different yeah. cross-functional teams uh, within the company and maybe outside vendors. So can you dig into that a little bit? I thought that was interesting. You know, ultimately you're helping the consumer, right? But you right. said something like you're not as consumer facing with the, with sort of the uh, technical side, mm-hmm. system side. So tell me more, who, who is, you know, who are you working with these days? Is it the third party vendor? Is it, your IT department at General Mills, can you can you shed a little bit more light? Because yeah. that's an interesting so, nuance. Yeah. So we we have um, so our, I have two I guess um, unique teams. We have uh, um, our innovation team that does a lot of the the Salesforce work, uh, whether it be enhancements, um, um, just upgrades and things like that. And then we have a systems team that manages all of the data flow in into the like, so the the information that the CSRs would use, whether it be product information, all of that stuff, yeah. managing the flow in and flow out from Salesforce. And then our innovation lead and our system, um, so Salesforce admin, we have two admins, certified admins that manage all things Salesforce um, okay. for us. And, but we do partner with our internal DNT, which is our digital and technology team, our IT team to help right. us with the with that as well, whether it be with the flow in of mm-hmm. uh, information into Salesforce, mm-hmm. as well as flow out into our reporting tools as well. Mm-hmm. What else did you maybe want to share that I've glossed over? Uh, let's see. We we do we do a lot of work cross functionally within General Mills as well. It's not just 
yes, the system side is more focused on the CRM tools, um, mm-hmm. but our broader teams, our information specialist team, for example, that reports through, up through me, um, yeah. does a lot of work with our um, quality team. Um, with our labelers and things like that to make sure that we have the right information, like I said earlier, for our documentation, to be able to respond to consumers with with certain questions. Um, So there's a ton of cross-functional partnerships, including with brand teams. Because, I mean, ultimately, they're also the consumers of our data. Um, We provide them through, you know, voice of the consumer reporting or ad hoc reporting or standardized Mm -hmm. or... Um, monthly, weekly, daily reports that they digest. So, yeah. What did you call that role? Information information specialists. Specialists. Okay. So I've heard that role. The way you sort of describe that, you know, it's that it's information specialists. I've seen brand specialists. I've seen brand liaison. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, that is a big part of what those specialist type roles. And you know, I'm all about that because I am a worker bee. Yeah. If I understand you correctly, it's like you have these folks, they're charged with understanding the consumer touch points or the marketing plans. Like here's a new products coming and are they gathering that information? Like what's it, what it is, what the label looks like and ensuring that that gets into knowledge base. Yes, that's exactly okay. what they do. So we have two separate teams. So we have brand specialists okay. that are literally liaisons with our brand teams. So they are consuming that information from them, new product, new products coming yeah. out, new flavors, changes in product, all of that, making sure that we have that information um, and then making sure that we have documentation and knowledge base for those. Um, and then our information specialists are also the liaisons with our BPO. So if the agents have questions that they're not able to answer using the resources that they have in knowledge base, they can escalate to our information specialist and they will do the researching and digging in to find um, the answers for for them. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that that is a challenging role because sometimes, you know, you have you, you try to brainstorm everything in an FAQ yes. or like a you know the, the your brand team brand specialist is trying to ensure that um you know that they can ex- figure out what to expect yeah. but then you mm-hmm. get somebody a consumer who's throwing you a sideways a not a sideways <laughs> a different type of question that you weren't quite prepared for yes and it's sometimes challenging because you almost has have to like who do they get? Who do they usually toss those to? Like the, do they toss that back if it's a question? I'm going to make this up. Like caffeine level, that's not on. That's not available. <laughs> you you make up something, and and who then? Where where does it go from there? Do they send it out to the brand, and the brand then triages it out to say regulatory or someone or it depends. No, it's the information specialist that are triaging that so they know yeah. exactly um, who to contact with in general mills um, okay. to get the, the information that they need yeah again you're talking you're talking my language it's worker ish <laughs> but the way I try to think about it like some day some days if I see one of those you know in my past roles I yeah. would be like oh that is just and then I stop myself like oh no that's not an unusual question that is very near and dear to my consumer. And if mm-hmm. I if I can share that and it's not proprietary, et cetera, yes. 
then if that's the hurdle they need to get, you know, solved for them to stay with the product or go buy the product, then I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's almost like a one-on-one little sales model um <laughs> if you if you sort of ladder it up ladder yeah. it up that way. But um Oh, that's interesting that's the way you break that out. Okay. Okay. All right. I think I think I've I've pulled out all of the stuff we were thinking about plus Oh, I got one last, well, two last questions. One, and I'm kind of going to loop back to your social media, which I know is near and dear. And how are you set up in terms of ways of working um, with, say, community managers and your teams in care, you know, in consumer care? So how, remember how I mentioned, like, we have the risk leveling um, yes. in place for our uh, social media engagement team, uh, along with for our contact centers as well. So the risk leveling is all across all channels. Um, so there's consistency okay. in how we're handling contacts coming okay. in. Um, but for so- social media is uniquely positioned because it's, um, you know, public facing social. So the, that team does a lot, quite a bit of um, partnership with community managers. So community managers do a lot of the proactive Yes. content um, and engagement as well more so on those um, brand loves and some questions things like that <laughs> but when it comes to concerns uh, things like that that is all consumer care um, related so they will even escalate things to us that um, that we may not have seen you know some social media engagement tools don't allow for um, DMs to come in or you know TikTok, for instance, we have no way of monitoring it using the tool. It has to be done natively um, at the moment. But since we can't manage, you know, monitoring that natively, we usually look for the community managers to escalate if they see any complaints or any questions that they're not able to address themselves. Okay. So you're working very closely and collaborating. And it sounds a little hybrid. Got it. All right. Now your last question, and it's an easy yes. one. I love easy I questions. No, I prepped you. <laughs> Do you have a volunteer or nonprofit organization that you'd like to give a shout out to, Rakeeb? Yes. People Serving People. Um, it's based here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and it's the largest um, emergency shelter for families experiencing homelessness in Minnesota, and also their leader in homelessness prevention programs as well. Um, I came across it a couple a couple of years ago. We did a volunteer event there through General Mills, um, right. and I have, um, and it just that's one organization that I've continuously been able yeah. to give or. Um, you know, volunteer in. So it's a great organization. Mm. Love that one. Thanks for sharing that with yeah. us. And uh, thanks so much for spending your early evening with me on my little Absolutely. podcast. It was great chatting with you. You as well. Well, thank you for the invite. If you've learned even a kernel of an idea or was inspired by this episode, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to share out the hashtag CPGCX because CPGCX really and truly rocks. You have been listening to the My Curious Colleague podcast with Denise Benito. Thank you for your time.
Many of my curious colleagues who have been following over the past few years know that I've been trying to kind of ratchet up my health and wellness habits to feel better and stronger after successful chemo. And one of those habits I'm working on is drinking more water. And this is where Liquid IV comes in. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. And it's their hydration multiplier. That's the one product you're missing in your daily routine. What's nice about it, it's just this one stick and in it you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. And get this, it's two times faster hydration than water alone. So you could use it first thing in the morning, maybe before a workout, or when you're feeling run down. One of the things I love most about it is its efficiency. If anyone has seen me, I'm typically surrounded by one to two glasses of water or a big old jug of water that I sometimes forget to bring to work. And what's nice is Liquid IV is efficient. And the flavor that's working for me right now is their wild berry. But there's a couple new ones that are out as well that you got to try. Two times faster, and like I said, more efficiently than water alone. And it's three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients. It's non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to go ahead, treat yourself to 20% off, and use code MYCURIOUSCOLLEAGUE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MyCuriousColleague. And don't forget to use the special link in my show notes.